Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Chillin' and Killin' with me, Jade. And me, John. And I always get stuck at this bit. Really? Like, you just go, like, how's your day been? How, how have you been getting on? Well, I've been hung over the weekend, so yeah, pretty cause, well. Because <laughs> you went out to a party, like, a, I say a party. Yeah, surprise party. Yeah, surprise party, yeah. yeah. And you're supposed to be going off, like, a couple of hours, because that's what you said. Turned into like six hours of drinking. That's and it was definitely worth it. I can imagine. It sounds like a lot of fun. Well, I mean, it was not on Saturday, but yep. Oh yeah, it's Friday. Yeah, we done it on Friday. Have vodka shots. Yep. I'm not ashamed. I'm who I am. Yeah, because everybody shots vodka. Uh, everyone does. All the cute. Shop- <laughs> <laughs> what did you mean? All the cool kids do it. All the yeah. cool kids mm. shot vodka. Thank cool kids you. shot vodka. That's why yeah. you don't do it. <laughs> Because you're not a cool kid. And you get to, you, you got to hold a puppy. I did get to hold a puppy. So that's pretty good. It was, it was great. It really and was a highlight of my night, if I'm being honest. I got to take our puppy to the vet, and yeah. the vet loved him. The vet did love our puppy, yeah. To get a microchip that he already had inserted. Because, you know, somebody, <coughs> John, forgot that um, our dog was already microchipped. Just taking care of him. And got his nails cut. Again, he did get his like nails cut. Ten pounds. You know there's some people out there like that go to the vet and they charge them consultation fees at like mm-hmm. £23? You know who you are if you're listening. That's mad, right? Just mad. Madness. Utter madness. Shows me a £10. Pound. I was like, thanks very much. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, this week's episode is about the Nexium cult. Uh, well, sex cult? Nexium cult? I don't believe Nexium is a sex cult. I believe they're a cult. I believe like there's a cult inside the cult. That's a sex cult. Later. Yeah. Is cult I, I, starting to sound I, weird? No, I believe Nexium is uh, a cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a pyramid scheme. Probably not a pyramid scheme. How dare you? They're a multi-level marketing company. Pyramid scheme. That's, that's, that's like fancy words for pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's not. That's Definitely not is. That's that's how you say it. It's a multi-level marketing scheme that is similar to an upside down triangle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bravo yeah. <laughs> bravo um, yeah guys so the reason we're doing this story is because it is going to become more prominent and over the next few weeks um, you probably start to hear things about it hopefully it's not something that I heard of until we started looking for something to do this week and left it to last minute and it's actually Sunday night at 
to be fair, like, but you decided, like, I want a cult. Mm-hmm. And that was what got us here. Yeah. A lot less than uh, the hangover did delay. Yeah, that, that's the so process true. of the research. Because I was, I was thinking like Saturday. Oh, that's when we do some of the stuff. Oof, man, Saturday was a dud day. Saturday was a write-off. We don't count Saturday. Everyone had a six-day week. That's so true. Because you can't remember Friday. I do remember <laughs> it. I remember it very well. I also remember the pain that I felt on Saturday. Thank you. Mm. So yeah, guys, let's just jump right in and get to it. Yeah, so like we said, this week's episode's on a cult. Uh, John, do you know what a cult is? Yeah. All right. A team of crazy bastards. Well, exactly. Usually more than one. Could be one, though. Could be one, yeah. But um, Google (laughs) defines a cult as a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure, object, or misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular thing. Nerd. That was hard. That was hard. No. Nerd. Nerd. Do you think you could be sucked in by a cult? Probably not, unless uh, a cult one. Uh, I fully expect you'd be able to start your own cult. Oh, thank you. Definitely could. How nice. I thank would you. not be in a cult. Like, sharing shit with people, doing stuff with people. It's not happening. <laughs> Send the notes to people. Whole lot of fucking effort. That's not happening. Mm, well, fair enough. But, I guess, one day. Imagine trying to worship an actual person. Imagine, like, walking in on your messiah, taking a shit. How can people then still go, wow, he's amazing. He shits just like the rest of his. <laughs> <laughs> he's so humble, he right, does it the same him, way as everyone else. Oh, look, he's a, he's a folder rather than a scruncher. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Jesus. <laughs> right, so anyway. In 1998, Keith Ranieri and Nancy Salzman founded the Nexium. Founded the Nexium? Founded Nexium, a personal development company that offered executive success programs, also known as ESP, and these programs were to help people get more joy out of their life. This, I like, I can absolutely see that as something I'd buy into in my early twenties. You're a much, hmm, try not to offend you. We'll say wiser person than I, because I could not give a fuck about that in my early twenties. I think that makes me wise. I know I was trying to avoid seeing you stupid. Oh, like. Okay. See, if you had an opportunity, right, and you had, like, let's say, £100, and their course cost £100, even it costs a lot more, you're saying you wouldn't go and go, hmm, it's a good night out, and said you'd go, I need to go to a course that lasted sometimes, like, 14 hours a day, over six days, you'd be... 16 days. 16. 16. 14 hours a day, over 16 days. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I would definitely want to buy into it, but I'm so stingy with my money that I probably would not have done it. That's why you can't join a cult. Like, a lot of them, surprisingly enough, are reverse funnels. <laughs> exactly. All they want is my dollar, dollar, dollar. Yeah. Dollar, dollar. Or p- pounds. Pounds. pounds dollars, Either yeah. way. All money in the end. Yeah. Well, during Nexium Samuel... Nexium? Nexium? Nexium. Nexium. What yep. is weird? It's N-X-V-I-M. That's Nexvim. Oh, no, no, I'm, de- I'm definitely spelled it wrong <laughs> on that, but, like... I've spelt it wrong halfway through this research and then I changed it, but it definitely is Nexium. That's so strange. I'm pretty sure it is that that's the correct way of spelling it. I believe they've fucked up their acronym. I don't. I think it's N-X-I-V-M is the way to spell it. Well, see, during those seminars that they would go to, they were expected to call Ranieri mm-hmm. Vanguard. What the fuck is that? Oh, fuck it, no. And his first student, Salzman, they, they would refer to her as perfect. No, 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 it's prefect. Prefect? Yeah, like a prefect in school. 
That makes so much more sense. Did you see, think it was see, perfect the time? <laughs> see, during my entire research, people was like, what a snobby fuck. Oh, <laughs> like, she's got a stick the size of a tree up her ass. No, no, no. So apparently, Ranieri chose the name Vanguard after a video game in which the destructions of one's enemies increases one's own power. Well, it was fucking fantastic. You said that like I'd expect a 90-year-old person to say that. Do you know why? Why? Because that's what you do in all video games. You beat the other person, you genuinely get stronger. That's how it works. It's called a basic gameplay loop. Not in Mario. Yes, it is. You beat people up in Mario, you get mushrooms, you get stronger. You complete more levels, you get access to more powers, you get stronger. I just spilt my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Well, four, come, come look this up. <laughs> I'll be up all night. Apparently, so the reasoning for these titles was to reflect the teacher and student dynamic, which I didn't call. What about you? Did you call most of your teachers in school Vanguard? Um, just one or just one or two, just one or two. You would have fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> they would have loved you, girl. I thought so as well. So by 2003, about 3,500 people had actually taken this ESP classes and that reporting reportedly included Richard Branson taking these classes because apparently he needs to be more successful. Hey, got shit tons of money to Why not give it to a cult? Oh, exactly. Hey. He's only got fucking private jets and shit to pay for, but anyway. Um, but he obviously denied this later on once shit came out. I wonder if he did. Well, see if you were saying me. Hey, guy, did you go to that sex cult place? No. Mm. Is this your picture? No, no. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, like, um, Prince Andrew? Yeah. Is this, yeah. Is this your photo with, the, with her? No, no. no. How, how do no, you explain no. having your arm around her? That's I, I, uh, photoshopped. Yes. Thank you. So it's a picture within a picture within a picture. There's no <laughs> possibly way of telling if that is real or fake. How do you explain that? Inception. Ah, go fuck That's yourself, Andrew. <laughs> Fucking dick. Anyway. In the early 2000s, Nixon sued the Ross Institute for copyright infringement, and for those that are not sure, copyright infringement is the use of a production of copyrighted productive material without the permission of the copyright holder. I purposely put that in your sentence. uh, (laughs) I I just felt like a fucking talking bit of cardboard there. So, Rick Ross posted a psychiatrist assessment of Nixium's secret manual on his website. The report called the regime expensive brainwashing. So, it really just does what it says in the tin there. That's what you want, just a clear cut. This is what it does, and this <laughs> is your result. <laughs> the manual was obtained by, Ro- by Ross, by a former member of Nixium. The lawsuits were eventually dismissed. Huh. I know, right? So, the- these wee things we're talking about, these are just like quick highlights of what like some of the stuff we're going to be talking about further mm-hmm. I say further like of what Nixon got up to mainly because we couldn't cover an entire story because we're going to focus on a part of Nixium 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 oh, sure. why not yeah Nixium. this is like the main self-help group cult yeah or, well yeah. so I watched um, a documentary for this so as a journalist he worked for a different newspaper like back in the day and he kind of first started exploring Nixium and what he said is he was writing kind of all this like kind of negative stuff about like Keith Bernieri and the Nixon thing and making that call and really kind of started to bring that like to light. And they tried suing him, but they didn't go through the lawsuit because they actually tried suing the wrong newspaper. So it was dismissed and never went any further. It's like for like I don't know, I think it's like <laughs> six million pounds they tried suing him for. And the 
Kiefer Neary actually invited um, this guy, his name was Chet something, I don't know, I'll pop it in like the show info like later on um, with the YouTube video, but he invited him to play, I think it was volleyball. Um, Clearly. At one of the, you know, of course, at one of the like, I don't know, fucking... Volleyball court? No, like, <laughs> yeah, volleyball court, but like whatever they stayed. Um, and it was like Keith and like two of his friends versus like everyone else. And you know, Raniere always won because he he's king. How crazy is that? And he thought, why am I going to go to this guy's house, play volleyball at midnight? It was a midnight midnight meeting, and he thought. So his wife was like, oh, you may as well have like a really fantastic dinner before you go because you're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Spoiler, uh, he did. Yeah. He's not dead. I'm not lying. See the minutes on the invites me out at midnight to play volleyball. That's a that's a hard no. Do we play volleyball in Scotland? Yeah, I'm assuming people do, but it's a hard no for John. Absolutely not. Like, I don't think you'd ever go out at that time unless you're already out at that time. Very true. Like, once I'm in bed, weird. John's in bed. In 2003, Forbes magazine wrote an article on Rainier and Nixon. Rainieri. Rainieri. <laughs> Again, name not said, how it's spelled. People need to get better names. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just saying. So they were expecting the story obviously to be all like sunshine, roses, because they let them speak to like a lot of the like high level people, such as like perfect, I'm sorry, prefect, <laughs> Nancy Salzman and Sarah Bronfman. Again, her name is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we could definitely be saying that wrong. <laughs> so it would be Sarah's dad, Edgar Bronfman Sr.'s comment in the article that would upset them. Um, and what he said is just just outright what it was, he said, I think it's a cult, which was quite accurate. Yep. Um, he went on to mention that he was worried about how his daughters became heavily involved in Nixium, emotionally and financially. Um, their dad was a billionaire, by the way. He was the CEO of Seagram, which was like a whiskey distillery in Canada. But anyway, the article released by Forbes magazine in 2006 about the Bronfman sisters stated that they'd taken out a line of credit for, wait for it, $2 million for Nixium. They took out $2 million as a line of credit. My sister wouldn't even take out a Vodafone contract for me when I was 17. I wouldn't either. Alright. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> well, again, I wouldn't give money. Do you know what? I don't want to put you in the same boat. Wouldn't give money to a shady cult. Wouldn't give money to you. That's so rude. Just damn. Just, would you give me money? Absolutely not. You're would you take out a line of credit for John? I bought you shoes from my very account. So Does true. that count? <laughs> oh well. You put me on blast there. I feel kind of bad now. <laughs> yeah. Now everyone knows. All those whistles <gasps> that we wow. have, they all know. <laughs> that, is, that has broken Those shoes were wrecked spirit. within a few weeks, by the way. I know. Just FYI. Oh, those, they were screwed, they fucked. You chose them? Don't know why. It was just it was a mad idea. Madness. Utter madness. <laughs> so, picture this, right? Set the scene. She goes... Found these really good classes. It's going to help me with my confidence. It's going to help me feel joy. It's going to make me a better person, a better businesswoman. I'm going to do so much with my life. Dad, um, can I get fifty, fifty thousand pounds for my cult? I know it sounds like I'm bagging on rich folk, but when her dad's a millionaire, billionaire, billionaire, I apologise, billionaire with a B, yeah, billionaire, yep, billionaire. I think fifty grand's like, hey, Jade, you earn fifty quid. 
Absolutely not. Sorry. Yeah, to you, yeah. Her dad might be fine. Uh, sure, it's, it's in your other I don't think she actually asked for that. There's no proof she asked for that. I'm just, just surmising. Like, surely, surely they would have just been like... I, I just want to jump in here, right? So, so what you're going to put on is the fact that she definitely took a line for two million credit, oh, but you at no she point... She 100% did. <laughs> but you at no point when... Nah, I, I don't know. I'm not hundred percent sure she's been to dad did. Yeah, mate. No, no. I just made that up and I wrote it, and it's just an example, like mm-hmm. just yeah. like oh yeah, can I? You know how like when you were younger, you go out with your friends and you'd be like, "Mum, can I get money for the shop?" Because for some reason you wanted like a can of juice when you were out, or like to go to the van. Like imagine she's like, "Yeah, can I get like sixteen grand just for this new class, please? Mm-hmm. That would be great. Thank you." Do you think she was like, "Hey, dad, my friends have all got yachts and I want a yacht." Yeah, absolutely. Give me fifty grand. Exactly. And he's like, was that your And she's like, tea, didn't buy your yacht. <laughs> Joined the cult. Oh my god, <laughs> Keith's got all my money. Bye. You know, apparently there was another thing of him where he invested, I think, put £65 million worth of their money in companies. No, like, sorry. And commodities. Stock, uh, commodities, yeah, in commodities in the stock market. I don't even Lost know. I, I don't know what that is. I've just seen like, it somewhere. Buying's high. Not buying low, selling high. So um. it's like. What's the difference? Like Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, like, like Wolf of Wall Street and apparently he fucked up. Of course he did. By investing in companies. Should have took his own classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, so the first kind of part there was just a bit of information or just general stuff that we found out about the cult that we found quite interesting itself. The next part we're going to move on to is who who was Keith Ranieri. Um, and more importantly, getting to, I don't want to say the good stuff, but the stuff that we're all here for, so the cult within the cult, which was the sex cult. Which probably was a brand somewhere, if I'm being honest. What do you mean? You put, what, what? Like, there's probably someone who's going to, like, make up a brand and call it a sex cult. Can you imagine that? I'm um, see this thing. I thought you said a band cult, sex cult. And I was like, I'm not fucking saying that's a heavy metal band somewhere. Oh. See if you Google that. I'm going to Google that right now. I'll do it. I'll, do, I'll, just, just, I'll now. just Google it. So, sex cult. Tell me. Tell me. Sex Sex cult. cult band. Are you not better doing it on the spot then? Band. No, no, no. Thank you. Show me. Show oh, me. Sex cult home. Facebook. Um, Music band. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Oh, there's also one called Sex. Rock Bitch. Oh my god, do not sex sock sex cult on your phone. Why? Well, mm. just, just go with that. You guys don't need to know. You guys don't need to know about that. So anyway, so who was Keith Raniere? So he was born on the 26th of August 1960. His father was in advertising and his mother taught ballroom dancing. He claimed to be a genius, saying that he could complete sentences or talking complete sentences by the age of one. And if he did, it was probably bullshit back then as well. And he also said that he could read by the age of three. Bullshit. This is a strange thing. So Renieri claims to be a genius student. But when an investigation took place to check the authenticity of this, it was found that he dropped out of high school at 16. So, probably a lot of shit. A, a, like, a lot of geniuses don't feel challenged by high school, and so they drop out early. Like, Could quite, be. quite a few have done that. Well, he took a, an IQ test. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. So he got in the Guinness World Book of Records for having an IQ of 240. Um, this was the last year that the Guinness World Book of Records actually had that as like a world record. So he was, I think it was maybe like 1989. But the test that you can do isn't like, um, or it's not like a, what are those people that when you're doing like your exams in school and they can't then check you're not cheating? 
A judy cares. And ventilators. And ventilators. And ventilators, right, yeah. yeah. So there's like no one monitoring and if he cheats or not, he gets to take it home and like submit it and things like that. <laughs> so it's not like you're in a test situation or exam situation with someone looking at you. You've got a certain amount of time. Like you've got all that exam pressure, like you just filled out a test and that took it home and then sent it back. Genuinely fucking ridiculous that you can go, Oh, I submitted this test. I'm one of the smartest people in the world according to the Guinness record book holders. What how long did it take you to your test? Fourteen days. I was in the museum for not the library for most of it. Uh, <laughs> had a squad of people with me. Found like, all those answers by myself. Yeah, so sourced a team of fifty. Uh, we we complete it and submit it, and I've got an IQ of two hundred and forty. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculously high. But hey, when it's also quite fun as well that like nobody really mentions. See, child geniuses. Mm-hmm. Like eventually they do start to Burn not out. all of them, but they start to plateau. Like, see, because you learn a great deal when you're younger, it doesn't mean you're going to be amazingly stand out when you're older. It just means you learn faster than other people, mm-hmm. which in itself is, like, quite cool, but it doesn't mean in the end you'll learn more than other people. Okay. Or be the smartest. Like, I can only equate it to, like, see Sheldon the Big Bang Theory. Love that guy, yeah. Exactly. He was, like, a child genius. Mm-hmm. But eventually he plateaus to the same point where Leonard is not as smart as him, but smart. Like, near him, if you know what I mean. No, I'm not feeling that. Cool. That, that, that's your happens with child geniuses. If I was going to join a cult and Sheldon was the leader, I would be there. Wasn't in any way, shape or form what I was talking about. I know, but I'm sorry. It's, it's just where my head it's, went. No, oh, thank you. I don't know it's why you've stopped. You're still reading. That's a bit strange. I'm still reading. I'm reading. Well, you're the green, so yeah. I know, but like, I, I feel like I ad-libbed a lot of that in. Mm, nope. Hmm. For those that personally know him, this. They described him as an intelligent, charming, charismatic, charismatic, and yep. kind man. Are people described me like that? No, they don't. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was overly harsh, I believe. <laughs> and these are technically all the essentials you need for either starting a marketing <laughs> company or a cult. <laughs> he went with both. <laughs> a marketing company, he is a high achiever. <laughs> exactly. An IQ of 240, thank he you. He does not have an IQ of 240. I beg to differ. Horse shit. Beg to differ. Horse shit. <laughs> so anyway, in 1984, Renita became sexually involved with a 15-year-old called Gina Melita after meeting her in a theatre group. And I can only imagine as being a 15-year-old girl, someone who's like an older guy being interested in you would have been quite exciting. Not to say that it was right because it definitely wasn't, but like he was the adult and she was a child, so she can't legally consent at all. So after ending the relationship, she actually introduced her or him, sorry, to her friend whose name was also Gina, um, Gina Hutchinson. And spoiler, he does become sexually involved with her as well. One night, Gina's sister Heidi found Veneri climbing into her younger sister's bedroom. And when she confronts him, he said that her sister was a Buddhist goddess meant to be with him. <laughs> And I'm adding that to the worst pickup lines that I've ever heard in my whole entire life. <laughs> it's fucking up there. That is horrendous. What is the worst pickup line you've ever heard? Uh, your sister's a good boss, <laughs> and she's meant to be with me. Shut up. <laughs> Gonna throw that one out there. This is awkward because we're in a hey relationship. Hey Jade, you're a goodest boss. What's that? Even say a it. Buddhist goddess, and you're meant to be with me. Get the pants off. Pass. <laughs> Eventually, Gina would drop out of school to be with Veneri, and over the next 10 years, Judo, sorry, Gina would find herself in a toxic on-and-off-again relationship. And eventually, Gina... I keep saying the wrong name. Gina. 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 Gina um, she would take her own life. So I can only imagine that being 
14, 15, being introduced to an older man and being in kind of a toxic on and off again relationship where he was sleeping with other women but expecting her to be faithful to him must have really kind of hurt her and like done a lot of damage kind of developing wise like as she was growing up like trust issues and like kind of self-esteem issues hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. And just all that shit that comes with being a teenager as well. Yeah, for me, like, I think it's very hard as well to go, he's done all that, but like, what crime is that? Like, I know he's a pedo, mm-hmm. like, definitely a pedo, but the issue is, like, see, being in a toxic relationship, it's not a crime. Like, if it hit you, it's a crime, but like, being with a cunt is, isn't a crime. Which is truly horrendous. Like That's I wish sad. he could get punished for that. Like, <coughs> see for her committing suicide. I would definitely blame him. I believe he's like culpable homicide or manslaughter. Yeah. Like I believe he should be charged with that. Yeah, like I think because she was with him from such a so she was with him when she was fifteen. Like and she never had that example of what a good healthy relationship yeah. was because she wasn't in one, so she didn't have anything to compare that to. So see coming into that relationship that was just normal for her that was like normalised and she probably became desensitised to a lot of it 
she didn't leave any kind of note indicating why she took her own life but her sister still kind of believes that Rhaenyra was responsible to this day. Um, again, there's a kind of an interview on YouTube that you can watch about that as well. Because he was? Yep. Rhaenyra then started his first business in the early 90s called Consumer Byline, which was a pyramid scheme. <laughs> this Joker. guy's got a real hard on for pyramid schemes. Like, <laughs> it's like he, he doesn't, he thinks. This it's a multi level marketing company. I apologise, a multi level marketing <laughs> company. It's like he doesn't know, think anybody knows about like pyramid schemes and he's the first to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) So the company was obviously investigated by 20 states and in 1993 New York filed a lawsuit alleging the organisation was a pyramid scheme because it was. (laughs) (laughs) And in 1996 Rainier signed a con... Rainier. Rainier. Again, Rainier. Rainier signed a consent order permanently barring him from promoting offering or granting participation in the chain distribution <laughs> <laughs> sorry, a new name for a pyramid scheme is the chain distribution scheme he was also ordered to pay a $40,000 fine, wasn't enough like clearly should have been a lot more 1996, that was a lot of money I don't, but like, the issue for me is like, this guy's got a real, like, it seems he's got a single business idea, make a pyramid scheme how do you make a pyramid scheme and he's like, do you want to know what? religion, that's how you make a pyramid scheme Exactly. So during the time at Consumers Violin Incorporated, Violin, yep, Violin Incorporated, he met Tony Natale. She became one of the top salespersons for the organisation, along with her husband at the time. They spent, well, Renieri and Tony spent hours on the phone together talking about her marriage, her dreams, work. Renieri told her it was a way to heal, to relieve her mem, really relive her memories of childhood sexual assault over and over and over again. When he told her to leave her husband, she did. And when he told her that they were fated to be together, she believed him. Tony would spend eight long years in a relationship with Renieri. They would buy a house together, open a health supplement store and cafe. In 1997, the relationship started to break down and this is when he met Nancy Salzman. Together, they co-founded Nixium. Co-founded? Yep, co-founded Nixium. During this time, Renieri would use the deep personal knowledge of Tony's past against her. Classic cult leader, right there. Right there, using your own shit against you. <laughs> Do you want me to add something there? <laughs> Fucking bastard, Tim. <laughs> I smell shite. <laughs> Thank you. During this already troubling time, Renieri would begin to force himself on Tony while her son slept in the next room. Fucking scum. Mm-hmm. She then made the decision to send her son back to live with his dad. Tony endured another year of emotional and sexual abuse. Before she found the courage to leave. So I've seen this thing and apparently it takes upon, like on average, seven times for a woman to actually leave her abuser before she actually leaves for good. Which okay, is yeah, quite hard. I get that. Yeah. Renieri said that raping Tony was harder on him than it was on her and that they needed to be together to share his energy. Wow. I really hate cult leaders because they say really stupid fucking shit. All the fucking time. Like in the... the I'm going to be so happy when the first person to make him his prison bitch says that to him. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Let's share some energy. <laughs> we need to be together. This is harder it is than me. I just need to share my energy with you. Prick. So how does Nixium work? Well, all participants are required to wear a curled sash around their neck during classes. 
Similar to the belt system in martial arts, each colour represents a certain level, so for example new students wear white. They must then earn four right reps on their sashes before advancing to the next colour level. If this sounds fucking mental to you, it's because it is. <laughs> Sign up here, thank yeah, you. Yeah, like, do you want a gold sash, green sash, red sash, blue sash? That'll just be $7,500, please. Thank you. Cash or card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Members can rise within the organisation or move up the strike path by enrolling in more classes and recruiting new participants. So you could give a... Wait, so you could advance by giving money or bring more people and who then give them money. That sounds almost similar, eh? To a pyramid scheme! I mean, a multi-level marketing company. <laughs> to a multi-level marketing company. Yep. Reverse funnel. <laughs> so what kind of stuff were you signing up for? Like, what kind of shit were you expected to believe and practice? We're not going to go into all the points, but here's just some of our favourites. Well, Nixium had a 12-point mission statement, <laughs> which participants recited, pledging to put themselves of all parasites and MB-based habits. Again, cult-like shit. Like, I just, I hate it so much. On multi-level marketing. Just shut up, right? It's a cult. I hate it, man. <laughs> I really hate it. To enroll others in such courses, like a cult and a fucking pyramid. And to, this is a kicker, right? <laughs> and to ethically control as much of the money, wealth and resources of the world as possible with my success plan. <laughs> my god, can you imagine you're in like your one to one with your manager or with like Keith Raniere and he's like, So, what are you gonna do in the next five years? Control well, oil control oil, is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> well Raniere, I'd like to ethically control ethically control as much money as possible and much of the wealth and resources of the planet. As I can. You son of your bitch, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Got a plan for that? No, that's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, Nixium members organise Vanguard Week, which is an annual celebration of Renee's birthday. Self-indulgent prick. One of the um, one of the women who was actually part of Nixium, I think it's for about 12 years, um, Sarah Ad- Edmondson, chose to miss, wait for it, her best friend's wedding because of Vanguard Week. And apparently the event was like um, an adult summer camp, which is, sounds quite nice, but probably wasn't. I don't know why, I just got really like a lot of sex going on and stuff like that, which makes sense. Like um, going to like a gig in the 60s? Yeah, like just, you know, a lot of people shagging each other. Well, maybe. Makes sense. So some members of Nixman's inner circle were reportedly taught that in past life they were high-ranking Nazis. Well, see if that doesn't set off alarm bells for you. I believe there's a problem. So, get this. One of them was Reinhard Hendrik, the, the architect of the Holocaust. And another was, you know, a reincarnation of Hitler. Maybe these people should... I'd, I'd have, if someone ever said that to me, I'd be like, well, fuck you. Do you know who you remind me of? No, it's not you remind me. It's, it's, it's not you remind It's like, do you know who you used to be? You used to be Hitler. Can you imagine that? Like, like, what? What? <laughs> what do you mean? You used to be Hitler. You used to be Hitler. Give me some money and you'll feel better. Exactly. It can befuddles, befuddles the mind. Nice people, word. people believe that shit. Exactly. And like, do you know what? They pay to believe uh, that shit. Like I'm okay. Like see what people saying. I've had past lives. Sure. What the fuck gets you through the night and makes you think that there's like something after there? John's an atheist. Have you done yeah, yeah. Cool. But don't for the liver shit expect me to go, wow, you used to be a Hitler. You've got a lot of atoning to do. 
Good like, job, little buddy. <laughs> I don't get it. He's just stupid. Uh, yeah, exactly. Nixium taught that some people called suppressive try to impede progress within Nixium. People who irrevocably turned against Ranieri were said to have undergone the fall and were labelled, in the words of a former member, as Luciferians. Luciferians? Okay. Lost people for whom bad feels good and good feels bad. I don't know why I feel that. It's like the start of a song. Bad feels good and good feels bad. Like bon Jovi or something? Yeah, def- yeah. definitely. Yeah. I, can, I can see that. Did you miss your best friend's wedding for Vanguard Week? Yeah. Well, yeah, expecting that, way, yeah. I was not expecting that. Does Expe- your best friend know? Expectations subverted. Uh, exactly. Are you saying that now that's when your best friend gets married, you don't have to go because you say you're going to go to Vanguard Week, hoping they don't know that that doesn't exist anymore? I'm not going to lie, it's good to have a few feelers out there in case you know I need a pillar we can't come. Got this. Well. And then I can refer to this podcast and said, as you've seen, I've always wanted to go to Vanguard Week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and if you, you postpone your wedding, <laughs> you can come as well. <laughs> you are missing out big time, uh, buddy. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. Mostly because my, my best friend would probably postpone their wedding. Yeah, dude, your best friend's going to get married to you. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah, and then I think about, right, so someone actually sat and wrote down this shit, right? I think, were they all in a meeting and, like, Ranieri's like, come on, guys, give me something, give me something, give me something. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Big whiteboard? Like, mm, how do we do this? What am I? Gone away. What am I? <laughs> exactly. Like, what are we going to write? What are we going to write? I don't know. <laughs> See, th- th- this is the thing, though. Like, you're trying to prescribe logic to a cult, which is always a slippery slope. I just thought someone with a 240 IQ would, um, no. No, see, this thing, the guy isn't a fucking idiot as much as, like, to say is. A good cult leader doesn't believe any of the shit they, speak, they, they, they talk. They are, however, are very good at getting other people to believe it. So he's sitting there going, oh, what the fuck? And it get, probably gets to the point when he's like, I can tell them anything. Mm-hmm. Slug people live inside your brains. You need to give me money and I can give you special salt to kill the slug people. <laughs> That's John's cult right there. <laughs> wow. Jade. I might just join Scientology. You're a suppressive. You've got slug people in your head. <gasps> You're a detractor. How dare you? I've got like some special salt for. No, no, no. I don't. Me, me, me. I don't Let negotiate me with Luciferians. Uh, I'm sorry. See if like £5 you can get some of that salt. Uh, no, thank you. Mate, you've got slugs in your brain for five. Why not? Why not? I'll give you an introductory price because I believe you could go really far in the church of salt. Of course you do. 2 50 uh, No, sorry. Okay. Thanks, though. I'm going to let you go. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> Bye. So, not only were Nixum a cult, wait, sorry, I might say a multi level marketing company. Fuck you. <laughs> they also had subsequent cults within Nixium for the sole purpose of serving Ranieri. So, they had. DOS. They had DOS. D O S. Also known as Dominus Opicarius Aquarium. <laughs> Nay no fucking idea. You sound like you're saying a spell from Harry Potter. Hey, I don't speak Latin. Do you speak Latin? I don't speak Latin. Exactly. So it can say literally anything, and I'm like, right, sure, this is what it says. But like, uh, we're referring to this dot from now on because I'm not douchey. Saying that. Yeah, like, it's just, I'm not saying that every time. Because, like, saying that over and over again, I'd probably lose my mind. So this was a sex cult, and this is like the main part of the story that draws everybody in because apparently just normal cults aren't that cool. Sex cult, though. Everybody wants to know about a sex cult. 
Absolutely. And this is a main like this is the main reason they were charged essentially because everybody was just apparently cool with the cult shit. It was a sex cult that they actually got done on. That they weren't cool with. Yeah. So like the Latin words also mean, and I really wish somebody had learnt Google Translate, master over slave woman. No, no one had Google Translate apparently in the cult to perhaps look that up before like because what the cult was was secret but like the name of it wasn't yeah yeah true. so at any point did anybody google that and go why do we have this master over slave women as part of our maybe on the registration form it's company? like do you speak latin everyone at techno got in the cult and everyone that didn't oh, yes right. fucked off i see right maybe that's what it was that would make sense exactly so this was Renee's personal harem of sex slaves it had him in the middle then kind of an inner ring of women who would then recruit for him and they would have their own slaves as well there was also an outer ring of women who would be slaves to the inner ring of women complicated yep and some wouldn't even know that Renita was involved until they started being sent to have sex with him so an example would be Alison Mack and you're thinking Alison Mack Dan over stop lying yourself you clearly don't she's like a b-roll actress who's an arsehole, but we'll get to that. So she would use the fact that she was a somewhat successful actress to lure a woman who trusted her into the DOS sex cult. So obviously, like, being an actress is really hard. So even people who have had, like, limited fame, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, you've done it. Like, you, you, you've you've made it somewhere. Uh, like, again, if anybody's ever seen her, she was in Smallville, which was, like, the it's Superman... Superman show? Hmm? Superman show? Yeah, like, teeny Superman. It was trying to make a, an amazing superhero character who was all about <laughs> justice and good. Did that not run for, like, years? Yeah. Oh. It was a teen angst-filled piece of shit. Wouldn't recommend it. If that was Riverdale back in the day, I would have watched that. Probably. I would I would say the guy who plays, like, Superman did a pretty cracking job. Really? Do you love him? I wouldn't say I love him. I would say Henry Cavill is still the Do man I love. And he's still, he's still the best Superman. And I will fight him when otherwise. He's got such a good build for it. Right, okay. okay. Let's, let's get back to the cult. Let it go. Let's get back to the sex cult. Everybody texts you back. You may. You won't. So, <laughs> Mac, a senior figure with a Nixium, recruited Nicole as a slave. And when people rightly freaked out about the term slave, they would rephrase this to the master and disciple. A very biblical. <laughs> and the organisation, presenting it initially as an avenue towards fulfilment, then obtaining... From Nicole, sensitive personal information, also known as collateral. So this is where they get you send pictures of yourself nudes, confessions, bad things your family's done, anything that can be used against you to stop you from like fucking off essentially. Um and that was used to control her. Mac then told her to inform Raniere that she would do anything that he asked, and then adding now go and be a good slave to Nicole's testimony. That's what she said. That's what Mac said to her. Wow. Jo, she's, she's clearly a well-levelled individual. Wow. No, a crazy fucker. But yeah, the next day, Nicole said, uh, Renene led her to a house, blindfolded, ordered her to, to disrobe, because apparently derobed is not a word. <laughs> Means you'd have a crack of argument with that. Oh my god, yeah, I thought you uh, spelled it wrong. Yep, he tied her wrists and ankles to a table. Renee then click circled the table and asked questions about her sexual history as a third person began performing oral sex on her. What the fuck? Like, genuinely, that, at that point, like, if anybody's not going, yeah, this isn't the cult for me. This um, isn't the cult for me. <laughs> to be fair, I say that, like, see if you tied a guy's hands to the table and then somebody put a problem on the sex on him. 
They're probably different. They're probably different. I don't think so. I don't think we should sexualise this as like a man-woman kind of thing. Like, I don't think so. Well, not. I would tend to agree with you, actually, because like, if I was sitting at the table, I'd be sitting there going, well, this is a bit concerning. I would also be concerned because I'm your girlfriend. Yeah. Where are you fucking off to enjoying a sex cult? <laughs> wow. <I was> just <laughs> Who makes you think that you can do that? <laughs> yeah, just because lockdown's easing, John, doesn't mean you can go and join a sex cult outside this house. You can do it at a point. Not on a, not sex cool kids point. join sex cults. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. Other Inner Circle members including Nixium co-founder Nancy Salzman, her daughter, Lauren Salzman. That's a bit weird, right? Yep. Seagram heiress Claire Bronfman, Bronfman and bookkeeper Kathy Russell all had performed heinous actions to impress and create the sick-deprived pleasure of Ranieri. Just some of the things that we know about are posing for group photos nude, group sex acts with Ranieri present or watching through video, branding Ranieri's initials into their upper thigh and also doing it to other women. Even worse, they would say that it was just a symbol, but when they went through kind of like um, court, they determined that the branding was actually Keith Ranieri and Alison Mack's initials combined. Wow. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fucking mental. The branding of all members of DOS was apparently carried out by Dr. Daniel Roberts. She was Danielle. Accused- Danielle. Oh, I'm sorry. Danielle. <laughs> She was accused as being the brander by former member turned witness Mark Vincent. She's accused of seeing the initials of Nixon co-founder Keith Ranieri and or small about actress. So it was either or, I think it was. Like her sleeves were branded with his no, her mark. No, no, because the way that you look at it, it's like, so if you turn your head to the right, yeah. I believe it shows the initials KR. Mm-hmm. And if you turn your head the other way, it shows AM. I would need to look at that. I've not seen that, but I'll, I'll take you on for it. I'll show you. But yeah, like so it would always be done in the pelvis reading and she did it to apparently four, sorry, 13 women according to the charges filed against her by the State Board of Professional Medical Conduct. She shouldn't be a doctor anymore. Absolutely not. I think like one of the first kind of part of the Hippocratic Oath is do no harm. Yeah, that's a lot of shape for her. Absolutely. The crimes committed in DOS are massive, but it's hard to determine who the victims were. Essentially, everyone was brought into this and everyone was coerced and manipulated and brainwashed in their own right. So, although all the hats were heinous, which they were, there was also a degree of manipulation for the majority of them. So, it's hard to say who were the definitive bad people. Yeah, so it's really hard to pick out a victim in a sex cult because... The starting victims were just the first victim, and they're the yeah. most brainwashed or the most yeah, like buy everyone's in brought in yeah, by and someone. then they follow victimise others. It's like it's again, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a society thing. It's like a domino effect. Uh, you do bad shit because bad shit was done to you, mm-hmm. and then like if that makes somebody else happy, you're the person you're trying to please. To exactly. you, it's a positive thing. Exactly. Which is mad. Except Keith Ranieri, he was not a victim. Yeah, I, I would say everybody in it, he's most definitely the worst. Yeah. He's like the, well, the, the head of the cult. Mm-hmm. The snake's head, so to speak. Exactly. Ranieri and the rest of Nick's firm were arrested in early 2018. They were actually like, I think he was arrested in Mexico, and it was just before they were about to have a sexology. Or Naturally. A, sorry, a sexual reconfirmation. 
like ceremony as I believe they called it. So sex on. I think the chances of walking in on that in a sex cult are high. I think <laughs> I think that you're going to walk in on that ninety nine times out of hundred. Yeah, you say like didn't matter what day they turned up. Probably going to be a sex cult with exactly. a sex object going on. hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, like so he was in Mexico and he tried to hide in a walk in cupboard, as they barricaded a door. Like to stop them coming in, did they, always... they find them? <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they 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 sussed them, but they walked in right, and the woman was like, "Raniere, help me! God, stop them!" Like trying to tell tell him to use his magical powers, oh. and he just walked out and said, "Hey, I'm here. Don't shoot me." Oh, which was magical. <laughs> yeah, song, right? so, so obviously he was then characterised as a cult leader. The first, this is strange to me that, that that's some just jumping on that bandwagon. Well, so He's a cult leader. see back at, back in the day, as we always back say. Back in the day. Um, back in the day when that reporter was telling you about when he started bringing up these stories about how it was a call and like the Forbes magazine and things like that, he actually um arranged an event with the Dalai Lama to try and bring away from the cult kind of facade to try and bring it back to like multi level marketing company. I'm also sure there was something very dodgy about that as well, whereas like one of the people in the cult were sleeping not with the Dalai Lama. But like the person who booked these events, something like that, yeah. Yeah, which again just sounds like a sex cult. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like I would expect from a sex cult, yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah, so jurors took less than five hours to deliberate that Renieri's case, obviously because when you're convicted with so many charges, and to say pretty much everybody in the cult turned against him would be another statement. Like pretty much everybody in the high leadership, he was the one actually Charles. Or oh, the rest of them took plea deals. Yeah. Like, they still got charges, but they all took plea deals okay. and turned against them. Because they deserved it. Mm. So, prosecutors say that he built himself... Sorry, built himself... Can I say that word? Built himself up as the smartest, most ethical person in the world, comparing himself to, wait for it, Einstein. Okay. And Gandhi. As he brainwashed and blackmailed women in a secret society within self-improvement organisation and or cult. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just say, uh, well, within his cult. He brainwashed and blackmailed women in a cult. In like a situation. Cult. <laughs> <laughs> a jury found Renieri guilty on seven charges, including two counts of sex trafficking, racketeering and forced labour, conspiracy, sorry, forced labour conspiracy. According to the US Attorney's Office, other charges include attempted sex trafficking, wire fraud, conspiracy, racketeering, racketeering again. The trial has revealed that Raniere, who portrayed himself as a savant and genius, was in fact a massive manipulator and a con man and crime boss of a cult-like organisation involved in sex trafficking, child pornography, extortion, compelled compelled abortions, yep. branding, oh, I can't say this degradation. word, degradation and humiliation. Um, that was by Richard Donahue, the US Attorney for the Eastern District of New York. That's a, quite the list of crimes. That's like what you would expect from a mob boss. Yep, in the 80s. Yeah, like an actual mob crime boss. Family. Yeah. So true, yeah. Yep. So, thankfully, Ranieri has been locked up in the Metropolitan Detention Centre in Brooklyn. Since his conviction, the sentencing of next women leader, Keith Ranieri, is now firmly scheduled for June 24th. Uh, one way or another, the court has stated there will be no further judgments. Thank fuck. Like, yeah. I generally can't wait to get him like actually charged. 
Yeah, but well, no, he has been charged for this yeah. sentencing. Certainly, I would, I would very much like it to be life. Obviously, it was, um, it was due to happen a lot sooner, but obviously, COVID took over the world, yeah. so it's been postponed time and time again. Yeah, so the sentencing was postponed until the twenty third of June, but um, as of right now, can't seem to find what the actual verdict was or what the sentence was. Again, like the courts will be backlogged due to coronavirus and there'll be other crimes that we'll need to actually deal with. I know. Like models, stuff like that. Just never seen anything about the if it was postponed again. Um, I think earlier on we did mention that the sentencing should be done the 23rd of June, we might keep you posted, but that's just because I didn't realise it was July. <laughs> just saying, like, yeah, just like, never registered just that it was July. a month, people, missing a just month. Just didn't register at all that we were already in July. Wow. But uh, I've quite enjoyed this episode, like, it's nice to get away from serial kills and, you know, I was going to say paedophiles, but it, it yes, definitely was yeah, a paedophile. Yeah, absolutely, it was a paedophile. But as soon as, um, I imagine, like, once there has been an update on that case, it's going to come out at some point anyway, so as soon as we kind of know, we'll update you guys through, like, Instagram and things like that as well, maybe do, like, a wee episode on the update. The charge? Definitely, I'm going to do an episode on his sentence. Like, People, we definitely can. I, I think an Instagram post, maybe, but like, when we're going to go, like, guess what, what? He was sentenced. I will. <laughs> Even if I do it, have to do it by myself, I cool. will inform the you, people. You, you can do like a three minute episode of, guess what, guys, what? I'll be like, oh, hi, guys, Lifetime. it's just me. It's just me. John, John's chosen not to go to work today. Oh, wow. Exactly. So, yeah, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode as well. If you can all like, subscribe, rate, follow, get on that Instagram, Chillin' and Killin' podcast. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. But we'll o- re-follow anyone that follows us, guaranteed, because but, I do manage it. <laughs> yeah, but only like if you think they'll like it. Don't just tell random friends about it, because they'll think you're crazy. So, yeah, like, exactly. If you think people are interested in a bit of true crime and a bit like our wacky nature, then go for it. You think we're wacky? We're definitely fucking... We are like the Looney Tunes cartoon fucking wacky. I love Looney Tunes. Exactly. People love Looney Tunes. Yeah. True. We are true crimes with, you know, two wacky bastards. Looney Tunes banter. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Well, well played. Well played, sir. And you're welcome. So yeah, guys, um, I think that's us. Take care and bye for now. Bye. Keep safe. Keep safe. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.